Hello and welcome to How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic, classic 90s classic, sitcom, classic, classic. Full House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from <laughs> or why it was <laughs> deemed appropriate. <laughs> but it's out there and we can't take it back. <laughs> My name is John Pertisek, and I'm about 30 seconds away from grabbing the nunchucks that are behind my co-host and giving him an old-fashioned TMNT thwack to the head. Pizza power! <laughs> That's what the turtle said, right? No! Oh, co-host, no! <laughs> why, don't, why don't you use your pizza power to tell us your name? Uh, hi, I'm Brandon Chogney. Aw, uh, Brandon Chogney is here with me. Oh together. I'm so scared of your touch. I'm so scared. I'm scared of your touch. <laughs> I'm so scared of your touch. <laughs> together. Yes, we gotta get this together. Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest with us. She is an honorary rude dude, as are all of our guests. Please, honorary rude dude, tell us your name now. Uh, my name is Saliha Mutalib. Saliha, thank you for joining us today. Of course. We are going to be discussing the episode Divorce Courts. Mm-hmm. Saliha, if you could summarize this entire episode in one sentence, how would you do it? What would that sentence be? Sort of boiling it all down, not worrying about all of the finer details. Your sentence begins with the first word that comes out of your mouth. Everybody's fighting, and then then they use like weird tricks to settle it. Yep. Plus, <laughs> yep. plus running. Plus running. Plus running. Plus running. Minus running. That's actually most episodes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fighting, but then there's some sort of trick. Yeah. And then they find out that it was a trick, but it's cool. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like like Modern Family now. I, they're always like tricking each other. They're always like doing something it's true. to get yeah. somebody to do something. Like they're always being manipulative. Right. No yes. one just comes out and says like. It's crazy because like no family ever does that. No. Right? No. Even if it's a family that is sort of averse to confrontation. Yeah. Even I th- even in those situations, people are a little bit more straightforward than television families. The family on Modern Family, uh, I would I would suggest actively hates each other. Yeah. <laughs> like God, I don't want to spend time with them, let's sort of create a situation. Yeah. But darn is it watchable. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate review of Modern Family. It's been on for 37 years, and my God, we're still watching <laughs> um, Well, let's go into it. Uh, this is, of course, the the cold open. <gasps> Burr. Chili, chili, chili. Chili, chili, snowflakes. Chili, chili, chili oh, this is actually a little appropriate. There's a little bit of wintry... Uh, there's a wintry element to this, even though this yes. is technically a it's Halloween te- episode. Technically yeah. a holiday episode, Halloween. In more ways than one. Brandon, lead us through this. Um, so this one, really not a lot going on. Um, Jesse is trying to teach Michelle a song that's really hip and cool, um, and then he starts like snapping. She's like, what's that? What you doing? And he's like, oh, snapping? It's kind of a grown-up thing. Yeah. Which... Let's pause there. Is it? Did you learn to snap when you were an adult? Yeah, my parents were like, you got to wait till you're 18. Yeah. Please, it's Holly. I know. Yeah. What are you doing? I snap, my mom would just walk in and slap my hands. (laughs) Absolutely not. Not in my house. Putting, like, uh, Band-Aids on the key fingers. (laughs) So you'd just be sitting there (laughs) impotently. (laughs) Because if you snap, those boys will hear it from miles away and come a-running. Mm-hmm. They'll want to form a doo-wop group with you. <laughs> Do you want to be like Jesse? <laughs> um, so so anyway, Michelle can like snap immediately right away. Oh, uh, this hot thing? You yeah. mean like this? Like a this? Yeah, and then Jesse uh, goes into like an Elvis version of Jingle Bells with her. Well, he's Jingle singing bells. he's Jingle singing bells. Mac the Knife, and I almost think that oh. he's singing the wrong lyrics, but she sort of mashes it up Glee style mm-hmm. with Jingle Bells. <laughs> Ooh, really hot. Glee reference we're going to have tonight. Exactly. Today. The Real hot, bad. real hot mashup. I'm, I'm, I, I want it on iTunes. This is what I'm asking for. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> but we come out of the cold open. Brr. Ooh, hope it warms up. <clears throat> and we are immediately in the thick of the episode. <laughs> Stephanie is uh, pulling a train on two little boys. <laughs> <laughs> 
one of them is a generic blonde Aryan Who's boy. Who's dead behind the eyes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, is that Jimmy, according to the That's credits? That's Jimmy. Good. Classic well, I, I, doubt, I doubt we'll see Jimmy again, but boy, you know who's got star power? Walter. 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 With his hooty-hoot Tootsie Roll glasses. Yeah, and his pursed lips that just want to kiss. And his puffy little chest that he likes to put out there for all the girls. He was wearing a lot of makeup. Yes. They put a lot of makeup on that kid. It was kind of weird. Yeah. We've talked about Walter before. I don't know if I really emphasize this, but on IMDb, you can look him up. His face now is crazy. Yeah. It looks like he's a little bit heroin chic, like he's <sighs> done some hard drugs. Mm-hmm. They all have. If Is there anything appealing about Walter <laughs> at all? It's interesting that Stephanie's friend on the show is the one that got into drugs, because she also got into drugs. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. As we as we've established many times in the past, Jody Sweeten, whatever Walter's real name is, we're not shaming Jody Sweeten for her drug past. Bumping. Well, okay, so let's talk about this. Walter (laughs) is gay. The little boy actor who is at least playing Walter is very effeminate. Yeah, and the character's gay. I think Walter will grow up to be gay. The character? Yes, in my fan fiction universe. Oh, okay. He he tries to play guns mm-hmm. with Jimmy, and yeah. I don't buy it for a second. Yeah. He's like, yes, guns, bang. She, she wanted to play dress up, and the boys want to play guns, which, first <coughs> off, never a real game. No. Whoever was just like, also not a game, because there's no imagination involved. It's just you standing and going, bang, 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 bang. I mean, if, if you're going to play, like, cops and robbers, which is essentially guns, right. you run around. Mm. They just stood in front of you. Like, how much fun is that? Or the it's more culturally cultural insensitive cowboys and Indians. Yeah. Yes. And like cops and robbers, clearly not copyright protected. Right. Uh, it's not happy yeah. birthday for fuck's sake. You yeah. don't have to pay some like <laughs> grizzled 90 year old former lieutenant. I fucking came up with that game. Like, <laughs> you don't, we don't have to pay Rick yeah, for that fucking for cops and robbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no guns. Because they're boys. Yeah. Well, Walter at one point says, all right, that, that's fine. I won't play guns because I'm more of a lover than a fighter. Give me your sweet mouth, Stephanie. And she's immediately like, all right, if that's the fucking option, I will play guns. Yeah. But nobody's even getting shot. That is what is so crazy about the game. They're getting point blank shot, quote yeah. unquote. But nobody's like shielding themselves yeah, behind super, like. Super fun game just to point your fingers at another person. And go bang Keep you for a few hours. So how, what, what were you playing around that age? Like they're around what seven? Yes. Seven what, yes. what were your like go-to entertainments? Um, I have four brothers and a sister, mm-hmm. so it was a lot of. I mean, we we did a lot of like imaginary games, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretend to be like Buffy the Slam- Vampire Slayer a lot, oh, okay. stuff That's like cool. that. And we also just fought a lot. <laughs> actual fight. Yeah, actual as a, fight. As a, fight. As a form of Fist recreation. Yeah. I have four brothers. That's well, what you do when you have yeah. four brothers. You what's just the, fight. What's, what's well, the age range there? Um, my eldest brother is 11 years older than me, and then 10 years older than me, and then six. Wow. And then oh. Aaliyah's two years older than me, and then Ahmed's two years younger than me. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, we all lived together until I was about eight. Okay, all right. So a lot of fighting, a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, sweet. Uh, I want to ask you uh, if you can then relate to DJ and her friends who are coming in at this point in the episode. We have uh, Kimmy, of course, who's classic, classic Kimmy. She's wearing a shirt with pierced nipples on it. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Floating about in a sort of limbo, uh, dark universe space. (laughs) Uh, An abyss, if you will. (laughs) Yes. It's either pierced nipples floating around or like sort of finger foods at a wedding. Mm -hmm. It's a very strange t-shirt that evokes like Lovecraftian imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you relate to sort of uh, the their whole world like so we got the kids with their like sort of game stuff gotcha and then we got the older girls with like boy talk and all that so did you sort of have that dynamic no like my sister like we never like it was kind of i don't know like boys weren't a thing for us Mm because we have four brothers so it was like me and her were the only people to talk to you know what i mean and your sister was younger than you she's older oh she's two years older than me so you have one brother that's younger than yes and she didn't really get into like guys until she was like 13 Okay. And I was 10 at that point, so I was kind of sort of getting into, interested in so guys, guys as well. Yeah. And we just, I don't know, we, we never really communicated very well, so. Well, like, outside of outside of your siblings, was yeah. there, like, uh, was, the, was that sort of conversation happening with you and your friends? Like, when you hit sort of 12-ish, 13-ish? Yeah. 
I mean, I also, like, a lot of kids around that age were already, like, hooking up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like I knew. Yeah. Well, yeah, middle school, I mean, yeah. I knew people who were, like, already, like, have had gone all the Fast. way. Yeah. I was yeah. very not. Yeah. Like, I didn't, oh, I didn't make out with anybody yeah, until I was, I was like, like, Dragon Ball Z still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was too, actually. Where did you grow up? Uh, Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you yeah. know where Dayton is? Yeah. All my family... Is from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Middle school. Middle school. I remember too in Kentucky. There was, there was a segment of middle school where it's like, oh yeah, they're starting to invest in like some really adult stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, what happened to that girl? Well, she's gone now. Uh, She got married because uh, she got pregnant. That was in middle school? At, like, fucking 12. What? 13, 12. It's like, oh, no, like, yeah, he gave her... They had him, like, give her a ring and... (laughs) creepy. Let's, yeah, let's lock all that stuff down at 12. Yikes. I was actually in a gang when I was, like, when I was 12. Okay. But it was, like, it was, like, like an honorary membership. (laughs) So, wait a minute. (laughs) This gang sounds uh, fairly academic. I think we were called the Lady Q's, I believe. The Lady Q's. It was all female. female Yeah, and we were the sister gang to a male gang. What was the the male gang called? I don't remember. The Lady Q's. Okay, sister gang. Kate Kershaw, when she was on the show, I think she talked about being in a gang. Uh, It was the 90s. Yeah. Everybody was in a gang. It was like, yeah. Was was it a gang in a sense of like... You wanted to go out and like fight people, or was it just sort of like we are this like very tight group well, of people? Well, the boy gang part was very; they were very nefarious. Like they got into a lot of stuff. Okay, and like I, I, I got shot at once. They, what? Like yeah, they like had Sorry, huh? yeah, they were fighting another gang, so we all went to show our support. I'm t- I'm talking about this like, it's like a, so like, yeah, so like a sis- sporting event. Yeah. So the role of the sister gang <laughs> is to was s- to support. Yeah, and okay. if like a girl, like a, if they brought girls, like we would fight those girls i was like i was like 10 or 11 at this point so i was just like my sister had to take me everywhere still oh my god sure um but you guys have like uh dress code no i think they may have made jackets at some point but i was like i was just so young let's let's get back to this specific incident where did everybody like meet to have this like so it was like it was like on a dead end and it was outside of like a project oh boy and it was big it was a really big fight and then dead um, ends aren't scary yeah Yeah, and this is like in East Cleveland, so it was like really shitty. Yeah. And then somebody came out of their house and started firing in the air to get everybody to disperse because it was like a really big fight. Oh, how okay. Many, how many people were we talking? I'd probably say about like fifty people. It was like Jeez. it was like almost fifty a kids. Yeah, like teenagers. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, that's really scary. I thought the story was going to go that like someone involved in the actual like on no. the ground were you, had a gun or something you scared like that. At like ten years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, and I was also, like, really fat. So, like, everybody booked it. And I was, like, in the back just, like, <laughs> oh, God. I hope I don't die. We should get back to Full House. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Dude, at a certain point, I assume you, like, removed yourself from the whole situation. Oh, yeah. That was that was it. I was, like, and I bought a Sprite. And one of the kid, one of the dudes in the, the brother game was, like, hey, can I have a sip? And then chugged the entire thing. And I was, like. Fuck you guys. So it was a combination. You got me shot it and you drank my Sprite. Like, fuck you guys. I was just about Don't to say. Don't drink my Sprite. Also, there was a gun I saw in the band. Yeah. There were done. two straws that broke this camel's back. <laughs> One of them was a, a bullet over my own head. Yeah. And you don't... That's don't, not a sip. Yeah. It's not a sip. That's not, like, that's not a sip. I and also, like, like, I was a fat kid. Like, don't touch, don't fuck with my food, man. Well, when you're a kid, like, if you paid for that, that's yeah. yours. That's yeah. that's just yours. Let, let's let's dip back into Full House. Okay. So we got DJ, we've got uh, Kimmy, and her friend Monica, who we've never, never met seen. before. No. And there's no reason for her to be there. <clears throat> no, they don't name her. She's got a couple lines of exposition, right? Which is that yes. they're snarky. Very snarky. Yeah. Very snarky like all of the girls. They're like, oh, hello, puppet people. They refer to the smaller children yeah, as weird insult puppet people. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to talk about boys. They want to rate boys on the on the Kimmy scale of studliness. No, the Gibbler oh, scale. The, the Gibbler. <laughs> Gibbler sounds like a mouthful of mashed up peanuts. Yeah, like Gibbler. You know the Gibbler scale of studliness gets <laughs> wicked explicit about like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For like the higher foreskin higher. versus uh, 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 circumcised. Mm-hmm. She uh, prefers foreskin. Do you think Kimmy? <laughs> yes, do you think Kimmy Gibbler? Prefer- do you yeah. think Kimmy prefers like a little bit of like a donut tummy, like something a little thicker around the middle, or do you think she's like all about those abs? 
Like she's, she likes studs. You, I think yeah, she likes studs. studs. Yeah, she studs, wants, like, studs, diver studs. bodies, mm-hmm, football mm-hmm. thickness, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, and the big thing about this is, of course, we said it's a Halloween episode. Stephanie's pissed off because DJ's going to go to Kathy Santoni, another Kathy Santoni reference. Mm-hmm. She's throwing, like, this big Halloween party that's probably going to be a rager, probably going to go into, like, 9.15, 9.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stephanie's going to the elementary school Halloween carnival. Which starts at 3 p.m. Probably, <laughs> yes. And DJ promised to, like, take her in this sort of, like, vague they go every contract. Year, something they like go that. every year. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, DJ's in fucking junior high now. Who wants to go hang with her friends? I mean, sewer, right? She doesn't want to hang out with her, like... Yeah. Were you, were, you, were you a tag-along sibling? Like, did you want to do what your older siblings were doing? Until I got shot at, yeah. <laughs> Wait, were your siblings involved in the gang as well? Yeah, my sister was. That was the oh, only okay. reason why I was there. Because my sister was, like, dating one of the guys. You were graduated into it, which you mm-hmm. said, like, it was sort of a... You had to be recommended almost. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I was honorary. Like, it was just like, oh, Sally has here. So be, so after that ended, you were like, you know what? You do your thing. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to start reading books. So, so I just got really into, like, reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Animorphs. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Read all those. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty, uh, that's, you know, that's fucked up enough for a kid. Reading Animorphs, Animorphs we yeah. don't need anything more real than that for a kid. <laughs> Animorphs, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It's I fucked just, up. I just remember the covers, which were like the weird, like, transitions from yeah. human to... Did you read it to the end? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't remember. Uh, spoiler alert, they all die, and they don't fucking win. <laughs> they what? do not win. They crash while trying to, like, I think, go- get away with, like, an alien ship. And it fucking just straight up crashes because they don't know what they're doing. I don't understand. That was the last book. That was, was the last book in the more? series. No, that was the that was the advertised. I forgot final that entry. there was like an alien. Someone component. survived. It probably ended. Up oh, there was. De- they were finding those crazy aliens who could also, I think, shape shift. Yeah. And wasn't there like a good alien? Like one of them was like a one good of them guy. was a good alien. One of them was a boy trapped in a falcon's body. Oh, oh yeah, it was like horny for like human girls. Because they made a TV show out of it. TV show abysmal. Uh, mm. We were not ready special effects wise. The kid that plays I, that plays Iceman um, we in the X Men movies was like yep. the main guy. You know what? Animorphs it's just a TV matter of time show. until that becomes a movie. Animorphs? Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll bring it back. That. They'll sure. that. I mean, we're getting a. Uh, we have the technology. We're getting a meta Goosebumps film with Jack Black where the Goosebumps books come to life. Yeah. Do and we Jack really Black need that much Stein. of a conceit? He yeah. plays R.L. Stein. <laughs> Jack Black looks nothing like R.L. Stein. Uh, anyway. I, I, I lo- I'm going to love it when a director comes out and he's like, yes, I'm adapting the Animorphs books into a three movie trilogy we finally it'll be nine the the technology has finally caught up where we can do Animorphs justice well, it's just like I, I, I'm honestly shocked because that's like yeah it's all the young adult Sitting stuff on like yeah. yeah and we are at a point now where the effects would be good mm. if you don't put a lot if you put the right amount of money into it yeah and it is a good story the problem is I guess it could be another TV show. The, the, the story is so involved. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a long series. Yeah. So you couldn't do it in a trilogy, which Hollywood would love. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, we need at least seven. And the Animorphs shared long. universe that they yep. <laughs> Bumblebee's oh, getting a spinoff. Yeah. Bumblebee's getting a spinoff. Did you hear about this? And Transformers, yep. You love, do you like Bumblebee? <laughs> I mean... He's getting his own movie, so you better. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't get it. There's so many other ideas that could be made into Except movies. Except there's not. I am Bumblebee. I speak in radio DJ clips. Mm-hmm. Beep boop. But <laughs> um, well, also, I want to I oh. get back to Full House. Sure. Um, one of the things that kind of bothers me is that DJ is becoming a woman. And all she cares about is boys and makeup. Yeah. And, like, all these very superficial, mm-hmm. weird... Everything out of her mouth is is unsympathetic, and it's not human. Like, they don't make an attempt to sort of yeah. round her well, out. surely this episode and this series in general is written by women, right? <laughs> Let me check. Well, I'm sure that on the writing staff and the production crew, like Let's the people creatively in charge of the show, I'm sure there were many people of color. Written sure by Mark Warren and Dennis Rinsler. I, uh, mm. Dennis, uh, look, look, check out this dialogue. Uh, this is how a girl talks. Uh, whatever, puppet people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, buddy. Cheeseburgers not in paradise. I like it. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Once it's on the page, yeah. we're using it. Uh, what, Dennis? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you, yeah, Bugs? That Becky girl sure is hot. What are you, Bugs Malone? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Bugs Meanie? Um... So we cut to the backyard. There's a game of football going on. Mm-hmm. Sort Mich- of. Mich- sort of. Michelle has a dish towel attached to her overalls, 
that's what makes me think it's supposed to be touch football. Like, it's sort of like her flag. I don't think so. No one grabs it. I think it's just part of her outfit. I, you think I they put a, a towel on her? I think it's just part of like a like a, a little accessory. That's like if she just shits a little bit and it doesn't warrant a new diaper, they're just like. <laughs> it looks it's like, like a, a dish towel. towel. It's a dish yeah. towel. And the thing is, the only I, I can't remember who does it, but the only thing that's used for is to be flipped off of her butt, kind of inappropriately, onto her back, mm-hmm. so yeah. she can hike the ball. You got really yeah. uncomfortable, Brandon. I got very uncomfortable seeing Michelle like bend over in front of her uncle Joey. Yeah, and they're both, and he's just kind of staring at her little baby butt. Ugh. I didn't, I don't like that. Well, Becky, Becky and Joe, uh, Jesse show up. Uh, Becky's wearing an awful outfit. I kind of liked it. You like, you liked it. And yeah. A little like gr- a brown sh- oversized shirt, high collar, a tunic. Was it a oh. tunic? It was she was wearing it with tunic. tights. Yeah, which yeah. is actually a modern touch to be wearing tights with. So it. if she had put a belt on it, she'd be straight up Link from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's true. It was yeah. very yeah. I mean, I Link foregoing green I didn't, entirely. I didn't out of everything that was worn on this show, there's a not there's the a lot worst. going on. Mm-hmm. Not the worst. Um, so the guys are sort of getting into this sort of they're 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 fomenting this uh, very stupid male. Everyone, everyone is throwing shade yeah. all of a sudden for no reason. They're just like. Hey, f- fuckhead. Well, Jesse starts it off, sports? he's like, he, Jesse starts it off, he's like, oh, playing football with, like, a baby or whatever, you yeah. fucking assholes. And they're like, what did you play, you fucking turd? He's like, I didn't play sports, I was in the gully club. Uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do, sing it, at, sing at me? You limp dick, Harvey Firestein, fucking Tony Kushner, fucking queen. <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> that yeah. scene. Whenever they make fun of Jesse, whenever they make fun of anyone for doing something that is not within a very set dynamic. Very, very. It's like, sup, girl, you little fucking girl. Yeah. yeah. It's an insult. And Becky doesn't call them on that. She encourages it. Mm-hmm. She's like, maybe you guys should have some sort of contest because it's, I'm sort of getting off on this. It's crazy. Like, impotency. Every, everyone in this house clearly just wants to. Like fucking murder one another, and they're fucking so, murder or fuck each other, and they're but. suppressing it through this weird like competition. They're just like, let's just do this thing because if we don't do this competition and this bet, if I don't have some sort of release, I'm either gonna kill you or I'm gonna kiss you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my brother-in-law has such also, good lips. Also, like if if I if the three of us were outside and one of you guys were like, yeah, you're not athletic, I'd be like, okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna do a competition to prove to you that I'm fucking athletic, right. and I'm not gonna sit here and say that, that conversation has never occurred in real life, but I don't really, th- I think it's very rare for three human men to be just be like, oh yeah, me better. Nuh-uh, me better. Yeah. Let's figure this out with a race. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be a pretty fucked up backwards person. Right. Yeah. Also, like who bored. has the time? Who has the time? Who has the time? With jobs, raising children, y- which... They don't really do that much of, no. but... Were you part of any, uh, like, clubs or anything in, in school? I did theater. Okay. And I did okay. choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not glee or show choir, technically, choir. but just yeah. choir. Just choir. Mm-hmm. Me as well. Yeah. But theater took up a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Of course. How I mean, early did you start doing theater? When I was 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was around 7th grade. Yeah. What, what was your first show? I don't think I was in the first show, but the first one I saw was... Oh, shoot. This would have been, like, at your school? Yeah. Okay. What's the one? What's the boat one? Uh, uh, South Pacific? No. Uh, uh, anything Goes. Anything Goes. Okay. That was the first one I did, and I was too scared to try to try out for mm-hmm. it. But I, I was doing, like, this thing called Freshman Ensemble, where you would, like, it was, like, movement and, like, spoken word and stuff like that. Okay. And then I got into Senior Ensemble after that, and I did that for four years. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I never really did, like, straight play. It was, like, a performance, like, troupe-esque yeah. thing that would just, like, put on shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, we never did musicals at my school. Really? I uh, the first one I got into in seventh grade was Our Town, uh, and I didn't even audition. My like my, my <laughs> yeah my drama my, my like use this guy. The English teacher was also our drama teacher, oh, okay. and yeah. he uh, he told me to audition. Hello, Brandon. I'd like for you to audition for my upcoming production of <sighs> Fort and Wild. <laughs> <sighs> Our town. <laughs> Why is he part snake? Yeah, I didn't like that word. Um, but he uh, he I asked didn't. me to audition and I didn't. And then he, uh, <laughs> I didn't. I, I was scared because I was a shy little kid, and he cast me anyway. And I'm what? glad he did because then I like kind of loved the experience. What were you doing in the show? Like, what was your? I part? was Cy. Uh, uh, I was the paper boy. You know, up top, there's like a, a paper boy character that comes back, mm-hmm. and then later on, okay. there's like another paper boy. So I was both paper boys. 
You were both paper boys? Mm-hmm. How did you differentiate the characters? I think in our version they just kept it. They just kept <laughs> oh, the same person. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we did the Miracle Worker, a uh, uh, short story, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are uh, there are characters in the play who are supposed to be black children. We didn't do that. We uh, we recast them as white children who just happen to be around. <laughs> <laughs> and then Helen Keller would like bite us, and we'd be like, "Stop it, Helen." <laughs> Okay. Miracle Worker, not the best script in the world. <laughs> um, and when you fuck with it, it somehow becomes even more diluted and boring. <laughs> um, what was one of the songs you... What is the goofiest song that your choir chose to pick? Because my choir picked a lot of fucking goofy songs. We didn't have, really, like, goofy songs. The one I, that I love was Elijah Rock. Elijah Rock? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's... Elijah like, Rock. Oh. Elijah Rock. Oh, are you just singing your part? Satan ain't nothing but a snake in the grass. He's a conjurer. He's a liar. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> it, was great. it was really great. Like it had like so many levels. Like oh, it was so much fun. Elijah Rock is like a bad character. No, that's oh. just a, that's just like one of the songs that we sing in choir. Oh. <laughs> Elijah Rock was the good character. I believe, oh, in this okay. song. But didn't you just say he was like a charlatan? Satan ain't nothing but a snake so in the grass. Satan. No. Okay, and Elijah Rock is there to sort of balance it out. Okay, I, I believe so. Uh, my choir sang a song called Ching a Ring a Ring Ching Chong, <laughs> which was in total Chinese. And I think the point was we're teaching them language. I don't. I can't tell you what the fuck it meant. Mm-hmm. We just sang. Ching a ring a ring ching ching a ring a ring like all these like sections. Are of you course. sure that that was actually Chinese or just like the most racist thing? Well, <laughs> that your teacher get away with. Of course, my boyfriend who is half Japanese, I told him that, and he went, "Oh, what's the name of it again?" Mm, I don't know if that's a song. I don't think that's. I a think song. that's World War II propaganda, <laughs> where it's like translated as like slap a jap or something like that. Um, so okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, so they're getting ready for this big race. Joey enters. He's like training. He's got a sweater on with a clock that's just sort of hovering like the sun. Yes. Over a, a very photorealistic man just like running. Running. And then there's the track lines on the in the background. Looks of the like shirt. stat like sheet music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So and crazy that this is not the only running sweater he will be wearing. He's got like. Options. Yeah. But it's crazy that he's like, he has these for when he does athletic things. You have to wear that because that gives you your power. Don't you know? The attire that you wear, <laughs> I wear my Second City t shirt when I want to do improv because or it gives me or when power. You're, or when you're co hosting a podcast. Right. Because it makes me funnier. Yeah. That's how shirts When you go work. to a fancy event, you wear a tuxedo shirt or a tuxedo sweater. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as a tuxedo sweater? Probably. With, like, you know how the t-shirt it's has... It's a like million ball. dollar idea. Elijah Rock. <laughs> um, well, I also think that scene is so weird because, like, they're all preparing for this stupid bet. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- who has the time? We don't even learn about the stakes of the bet until two seconds before the race officially mm-hmm. starts. Yeah. You'd think that would come up in the many scenes we have leading up to it. No. Uh, DJ, meanwhile, is, uh, you know, she's fighting with Stephanie. They have this, like, this huge problem now because Stephanie feels like a promise has been broken. But DJ specifically is running around in a bumblebee, like, yellow mm-hmm. with, like, bumblebee honeycomb diamonds. And then her vest is uh, black with, like, bright flowers on it. Yeah. So she's got this whole budding flower motif. Oh, I didn't even see She's that. growing. I she's blossoming. I understand. Good eye. Yes. Uh, the, I just assume that everyone who works on the show is a pervert, including the costuming department. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this works on a thematic level. <laughs> I do also feel like everybody that worked on that show was a pervert. Yeah. I don't know why. You, you got an episode that was almost entirely devoid of uh, kissing, but we'll say it again. There's a lot of like mwah, mouth kissing. Hey, Michelle, go upside down for a Spider-Man kiss. Like, mwah. yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. Okay, so welcome to JoJo A Go-Go, a segment of the show where we do the impression of the Joey impression. So in this scene where Joey's oh. running around in his sort of uh, running outfit, um, this is pre-race, it's in mm-hmm. the kitchen, he does what is not an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's not a Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's just this sort of generic documentary about bodybuilding boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Brandon, would you like to sort of... I'm not even... If I can remember, I think it's just more like... Let's try and find that generic ground, not sure. not Arnold. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh, 
you you need to like pump up in order to be a man like I am. Come on, take some weights and let's go. No, is that not it? What, I don't remember. What is what is wrong? You have to be manly man. I don't yeah. know if it was this Russian in here. No, but it's not Russian. It, it's that it's straddling out of every European like the the access line. Here it is. Here it is. Oh. Come on. Oh, <laughs> no. Come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not see I'm real bad at Sorry, I, I'm reminded of a scene a long time ago when you subbed an IO class that I was taking and you oh. you, you, you you chose to play Santa Claus. Yep. And you came in, I believe you put your hands on your stomach and you went, Ho ho ho, I'm Santa. Ho ho ho. I couldn't tell if it was a, a very active choice to not be traditional Santa, or if this just is what came out. I think it was just what came out. Ho, ho, ho I'm Santa. Yeah, I'm so real bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so good. We've got that voice down. It's the only <laughs> one we have in this episode, so we're done with JoJo. Well, I also, we didn't talk about what the, the stakes of the bet were. Because uh, we, we're not we're not even there yet. Oh, you don't even want to. Okay. No, because th- there's yeah, this but. whole thing with the sisters. Okay, so they start talking about how they want to get a divorce, and that's why the episode is called Divorce Court. Yeah, it makes no sense. I actually do want to come up with a real title that would make more sense for this. Now we've done this in the past, uh, sort of as like a segment slash okay. gimmick, but this episode cries out for a better title. Right. Um, Sister Strife. Like, that's better. Sister Strife. Sister Strife. Oh, my Why that's not? A, that's a great band name. Yeah. That's a great... Sister With Strife. Sister Strife. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what's something like, um, what's like a pun or a play on words? Uh, running on empty. Ooh, running run on empty. That's good, because it's not about the sisters, but about the... The, the other plot. Yeah. I feel like the bet and the race is the major plot. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. I was like, this is the one that I feel like has the most going on. Yeah. Co- competition. <laughs> you don't need to come up with a second one. Competition. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Mission colon marathon. Mission colon marathon impossible. Or like, these are terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at least they speak to the episode. Sorry, do you have anything? Uh, d- uh No. Good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want you to have anything. Um, so Stephanie, at one point, she moves again. She moves her entire bed out of her own bedroom. How is she doing that by herself? And no one notices. And no one notices. Because no one's parenting. Yeah. It's fucking How did that ridiculous. Take hours? Hours to break that bed down for she Stephanie can't drag it through the door. Yeah. yeah. There's no way. It's Unless a little D- kid's DJ bed. DJ helped but her, maybe. No, no DJ I don't would think never, DJ at all. Mr. Bear did. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Bear's alive. <laughs> the bear just sort of floating using its hat to like make mo- things move. Yeah. We see DJ using her new space to uh, do a really cool thing. Um, I'm, inside. I'm, she's what, Celia? She's rollerblading inside. Is there anything cooler than that? I mean, trampolining inside. Tra- oh, that is right. better, actually. Yeah, I, right. I mean, especially if there's a bed nearby, because mm-hmm. you could just jump off the trampoline onto the bed. Yeah. Why isn't it like DJ like dancing to music? Yeah, no, because that's they, what she would do. They had the cool rollerblade props that uh, they wanted to use. All right, cut to the race. Becky shows up with a camera crew. She wants to make naturally. This, naturally, she wants to turn this into a wake up San Francisco segment. And wake that's, up San Francisco once again, the worst show with the worst segments. Yes. Also, Who's when do they in? work? No when are they actually doing that show? When do they film right. that show? And what? If you weren't on the clock, why would you put it upon yourself to turn this into a segment? This is your time, Becky. Yeah. As we learned in Footloose, the remake, this is our time. Like, uh, it's your time, Becky. Like, and who's going to fucking turn in? And also, who who likes either of them enough to watch... We don't even, they don't know who Joey, they've seen Joey on the air. Yeah. We've seen Jesse on the air, but viewers don't care about this petty fucking hot summer, not summer, I apologize, if you, October. If you had to watch, if you had to watch Matt Lauer and, uh, who else, who else? I don't know. We have a Connie Meredith? Chung joke in this episode. So oh, not oh Connie yeah, Chung. I forgot about that. Stephanie's like, I'll either be Batman, Wonder Woman, or Connie Chung. <clears throat> Glad I didn't of, go with Connie Chung. A little bit of appropriation there. Let's let's yeah. Glad we didn't go with that. So let's go back to the race here. Uh, they start running, and it's like Joey right before they start running, vomits exposition within nine seconds. He goes, "Oh, and by the way, the stakes of this race are that if you lose, 
you have to wear a costume that I choose for you. Mm-hmm. Bang! Go! Yeah, and then they're running, which feels like it's taking place in real time. We're yeah. watching them run the entire, like, lap, single lap around the One track. One single field. lap. Yeah. Becky mm-hmm. says something that is so ridiculous, it has to be a joke on the character's part. She <laughs> says, Danny's doing very well. He's actually going to set the world record. The world record the for world, what? For what? For petty white men doing races <laughs> in San Francisco specifically, they are they are running so slow. Um, it's a trot, and like like maniacs, they're running like maniacs. Yeah. Well, they have to trot so they can deliver the bad dialogue about like I'm gonna win, and Danny's like I have to win. Let me win. Yeah, Danny has I gotta win. They do one lap around this track. Honestly, I feel like they should all go to the doctor and maybe have a fitness test because they should be able to run one lap without being that out of breath. They all probably have diabetes. Yeah. Um, Danny wins. Becky takes a Polaroid picture at the finish line. Not at all scientific. Brandon's doing a little bit of a flat now. picture. Well, she, like, pull, she, didn't pull, she put it out of her ass. There was no camera. When she pulls it out, she just A like, lot of props appearing as if out of nowhere. At mm. one point, Danny, in a minute, will produce a toy gavel. And I'm like, where did that fucking come from? Is this house just littered with... It's not, because Danny's OCD. It's a magic house. Anyway, Danny wins by a nose. Um, I don't even think that counts. Don't you have to get your his, feet over the line? Yeah, his like, head was like... Anyone better. can... Anyone can cheat mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could throw your fucking body over the finish line. Does that count? Yeah. No, you're cheating, I think. Mm-hmm. If it's a horse, if it's a horse race, you can win by a nose. Because <laughs> you know what? Horses have fun noses. So Humans it's, it's, don't have fun noses. The degree of how fun the nose is, that's, yeah. that's your, like, bugaboo Which, thing. Yeah, Piggies have fun noses. <laughs> if I saw a piggy race, I would say, good job, Wilbur, you beat Babe and Porky and a third pop culture pig <laughs> whose name escapes me at the moment. Piggy. Okay, so... Oh, Joey um, is wearing his second runner shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah, he yeah, sure yeah, is. It's, it's, it's yellow. It's, it's, just a bunch it's all of, legs. It's a bunch of legs, yeah. Just creamy. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> creamy yeah. calves. I thought it was just, like, dripping. Stuff. Welcome to Creamy oh, Calves. No. The podcast that focuses on creamy calves. Oh, no. <laughs> Hairless. Who today, who today has the creamiest calf? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I love your creamy calves. Your creamy calves. Oh, oh, oh. All right. <laughs> so I was like, I will leave. I will. <laughs> the door's right there. There is no impetus for you to stay. <laughs> no. You're not being paid for this. You gotta go move, man. Okay, you gotta, gotta go move. Do. Um, okay, so let's jump ahead a little bit more. They have this whole divorce court segment mm-hmm. way too late in the episode. Yeah. It feels like we're already done, and yet we have to sit through this. I do want to bring this up because it, it will come up in a, a bit. Uh, Stephanie and DJ do a hug for their dad. They trick him. They trick him because he sends them to their room, so they trick him. This is before uh, Stephanie moves out into uh, Michelle's Michelle's room. room. Michelle, who winds up being like a dictator of a roommate Mm -hmm. who keeps Stephanie up all night. Let's just throw that in there. Yeah. Um, So yeah, they tricked Annie, um, who's a voyeuristic hug lover. Yes. He's like, yes, more hugging. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, he likes to watch his daughters make up in front of him. And so they finally... his little dolls. After... Oh, God. After the race, they admit to him that the hug was fake mm-hmm. and yep. that they don't want to live together. And he says, a fake hug? Not in my house. Mm. Elijah Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at one point Danny says, I don't want Michelle to have a roommate. I just don't think that's appropriate right now. Right. Why is it not appropriate? She said she's too young. But she's too young. I don't understand. And because living with Michelle in the same room is a nightmare on Sesame Street. As we are told. An actual line. An actual line. You know that's Dennis, or what was the other guy's name? Mitchell. Mark. Mark Mark Warren. Mark and Dennis just sitting there going, come on, that's not good enough. Come on. A nightmare on Sesame Street. Uh, What about uh, Friday the Without Teeth? How about that? (laughs) How about poltergeist and diapers? Fuck, it's late. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> you know what, Dennis? You have fun because uh, I can't do this anymore. Mac, Mac. Uh, I ran a bath the other day and I uh, blacked out. And when I woke up, the water was red. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't like my job, Dennis. I told myself I would write the great American novel. Not really typing away at that when I'm writing these cold opens for Michelle. Michelle eats candy. 
<laughs> Michelle looks at the stars. Michelle puts on a hat. Michelle thinks she's a cat. <laughs> Michelle says, drat. <laughs> Michelle literally turns into a giant bat. <laughs> Do we have the SFX budget? <laughs> no. Have you turned into Dr. Seuss? Leathery, <laughs> bloody, veiny bat wings produced from Michelle's little shoulder blades. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and back, back to the episode. So Stephanie and DJ officially make up. Uh, what I actually appreciated is that the girls, uh, both DJ and Stephanie, choose to wear uh, costumes that aren't girly. Yes. They, they're not princesses. They're not... I was, in fact, surprised by that. But Wonder Woman would have been fine, because Wonder Woman's like a cool, yeah. empowering character. They're capitalizing on... The recent release of ba- ba- the real- Tim, Tim Burton's Batman. Yes. Uh, which came out in 88. Stephanie's like- Batman costume, to be fair, makes her head look a little, like, cat-like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sort of rounded tip ears. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, like, the classic I, cat. I had that Batman outfit. The sort of just, like, pajama-esque yeah. outfit. And then it. DJ's Joker outfit is... Horrifying, horrifying, and very involved. It's crazy. I it's mean, the full Jack Nicholson tuxedo. Yeah, and it's got one of those crazy masks on it that are like. Are you looking up like an old photo on Instagram or something? Um, I had a. Uh, Hold also, on. I also want to say, oh, where did they get those costumes? Who has the time? Who uh, who went and bought those costumes? Well, those. Well, it's it's loaded. a cheap costume for Stephanie. Oh, look at little Brandon. I have the same. See, it's like the same, like kind of cheap. Uh, yeah. Bat done. Except, except Ste- uh, Stephanie had the full, like, I clearly just had, like, a Batman t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, and um, for some reason in this photo, Brandon, the mask has been pushed up. You don't want to look through the eyes for some reason? No. No, I need glasses. No, Batman. <laughs> this mask just makes it harder. Uh, I don't care if anyone knows that Batman is Brandon. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. And that's basically the Joker mask. Let's emphasize this. It's crazy. It looks like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's way too detailed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very rubbery and just sort of moves with DJ's head. And it's the outfit from the scene where he is uh, like marking up all the paintings with like the yes. the boombox oh, yeah. that plays the well, Prince the, yeah, song and he's going song. around, which is like the craziest outfit because it's not the normal Joker outfit. It's the one that he's got like the little beret and stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of so Link funny. from The Legend of Zelda, at one point when they're sort of having that special moment, this ocarina music kicks in that's like really <laughs> over the top. It's like... Like it's mm-hmm. a little bit much, and then I think if that happened in real life, I'd be very uncomfortable. If like you if heard it, music playing yeah. underneath a moment, anytime that if like me and you were having a heart to heart, and then out of nowhere music started playing, I'd be like, "All right, dude, time out. Where the fuck is yeah. that coming from?" Yeah, I and don't want to have this heart to heart anymore. Under yeah. the table is like a little like creepy <laughs> uh, asexual satyr. He's like. <laughs> Did it help? And you're like, no, it oh, didn't. Did it? No, help. thank you. And then it poofs. Yeah, he just goes, a poof! <laughs> he doesn't leave. He just goes, a poof! And stares at you. Throws like uh, shrapnel in your face. <laughs> Fuck! Uh-huh. Where'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Throws shrapnel in your face and then he starts sucking you. <laughs> He's asexual, but. Your mouth became like a tube. You were like, like taking that pipe. God, you guys are making this is the second time you made me uncomfortable. <laughs> the second? We need to amp it up. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can do better. Um that's basically oh Michelle comes in and I will admit that she's kind of cute as a cat. No, she was very cute as a cat, and that's not basically it. What really pissed me off at the end of this episode is the retribution for lo- losing the race was to be like dressed up as women because that is the most embarrassing thing you can do to two we, men. They almost got a they almost got credit from me by putting the girls in like non traditional, not girly costumes, mm-hmm. and they immediately dashed it uh, right. with what are they dressed? Joey and Jesse, we decided it was Shirley Temple, right? Yeah, because Something, at the end yeah. they sing a creepy horror movie trailer version of the Good Ship Lollipop. Yeah, and it's also crazy because they're Shirley Temple. But then also, Jesse has like blacked out one of his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, um, I don't think it's really, because they're blonde and Shirley Temple wasn't blonde. Did she have red hair? Strawberry blonde. Uh, Yeah, strawberry blonde. And it's a very exaggerated cartoon version of Shirley Temple, if it's anything. Yeah. Because they've got like the really crazy pronounced freckles, Mm. the bows that are enormous. But at the end, they go, the joke's on you, Danny. Because we're your dates. 
on the good ship. Lollipop. Oh my gosh. Because it's, I mean, your dicks in my mouth. Like, it, it's so weird because that, like, that era was such like a flamboyant like ridiculous they like, live in san francisco like why why is homosexuality the the button for this entire episode jesse's in a rock band <laughs> like and eventually jesse's gonna become like more generically glam i think mm-hmm. and like that is inherently like feminine effeminate there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. it's just you can't have the show always wants to have its cake and eat it too yeah like for the girls it's okay if they dress like Batman and the Joker but for a grown man like your past childhood you don't get to experiment anymore like this is when you lock it down yeah and I'm gonna make you wear a dress and that's funny to me you're not gonna get laid tonight who would lo- who would want to make love to a woman seems <laughs> to <laughs> Like, it sort of spirals out of control. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Of course, will we see Monica again? Who knows? It's the one character of color we've seen in, like, easily a season and a half or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Isn't there an Asian girl in the later series? Like, doesn't... There's a little Asian boy named Harry who oh, we've okay. had for a while. I don't know if there's a supporting Maybe. Asian girl. Uh, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's pass out some common awards for woof-worthy fashion. Woof! Uh, these are, of course, the awards that go out to the worst per- people with fashion choices. Salia, who do you give it to? I'm gonna have to go with... I'm gonna go with Stephanie, just because of uh, the way she looked when she woke up. Oh, with her crazy uh, With her crazy head. hair, and she was wearing, like, that, like, weird prairie girl nightgown. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. I'm going to probably give it to, oh, let's just say DJ's Bumblebee flower outfit, because lot too much going on. Where's Comet? Where is Comet, the puppy? Oh, my God. They got the puppy in the last episode, and we didn't see him once. You know what's so ridiculous about this show? They could air any episode whenever they wanted. Like, you can air them in any order. Yeah. So was that maybe this was filmed pre-comet? Be glad you didn't watch the last episode. We had a very hard time with our last guest talking about that episode because there was nothing going on. It was just about them getting a dog. This is blowing my mind. Uh, they, don't let it blow your mind too, they too don't, much. Where's the puppy? <gasps> and your comment award? I'm going to give it to uh, Joey for his awful, awful uh, running shirts. <gasps> that's one, two, combo punch. Um, and, uh, Salia, what is one thing that's better than this episode of TV? A hot dump. A hot dump. I thought you were going to say a hot dog. It does feel good, right? Eat a hot dog. Take, take a, a hot, hot dump. dump. Oh, I love that. Hot dog. Uh. Hot dump. Hot dog, hot dump, hot dog, hot dog. Can I just do the altos? Um, <laughs> uh, I, Salia, we're gonna ask some quick questions here. We we we've learned a lot about you already. What is like a what's like a seminal Halloween costume from your youth? What's like a, a big one that you? Remember? I grew up Muslim. I wasn't allowed okay. to celebrate Halloween. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, um, when I was like thirteen, I me and my little brother went uh, trick or treating, and I remember I dressed up like I think I just dressed up as a dude. Like that was I just okay. wore like a vest. What changed at that point? Like my dad, my dad was like the very very strict person, and he like my parents broke up, okay. so I was living with my mom. Um, so when he was gone, it was kind of no holds barred. It just got it just got more yeah. All that stuff sort of got more casual. I, I think maybe when I was younger, I think maybe like a ghost at one point. But mm-hmm. I, classic I never, ghost, yeah. like she. Yeah. Okay. Do you like right. Halloween now? Oh, it's my favorite. It, yeah. I love yes. it now because like after he left, I was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what was your last Halloween costume? Oh shoot, what was I this year? A couple years ago, I was Lana from Archer. That was my favorite. Oh, okay. awesome. Yeah, I don't That's know what it was one. this year. Were you wearing, like, was it, like, the white outfit that she has? Like, what was the outfit? Oh, no, I was wearing, a, um, like, a turtleneck dress, a blue turtleneck that's, dress. That's what um, I'm thinking like of. A, just, and I belt, yeah, the belt. Like, yeah. She always does, like, the, it's a turtleneck, but it's somehow, yeah. like, a dress. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, this year, I just remember what I was. I was Ghost Pussy. What's Ghost Pussy? I made up my own superhero. Oh, okay. Oh, okay she okay. fights for women's rights uh, not to ever ex- explain why they don't want kids. Oh, okay. Is she, is she dead? Ghost pussy? Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. I thought maybe she was she's, an actual ghost. No, she's <laughs> just like a person that shows up. Anytime your parents are like, hey, why don't you have kids? She just shows up and is like, be cool. <laughs> be cool. And then they be are. Cool. Yeah, and then, then they're they like, oh, man. Ghost <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Brandon, uh, with the time that we have left, let's throw sure. in that classic question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we got a how rude in this episode. So sure. catchphrase is big thing, obviously. It's two-parter. A, did you have a catchphrase when you were a kid? Something you just said a lot. Yes. And then B, do you have a catchphrase now? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I made up this word called oh. rough day lovely. Lovely. 
And it rough day, Luffle. Rough day, Luffle. Luffle. Okay. I was about to say Luffle. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of a okay. Uh, rough day, a Luffle. 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 Yeah. Right. And it basically means whatever the fuck I wanted it to. <laughs> Was like when, when did you normally use it when like something was cool? You were like, oh yeah, that's rough lay, rough day, rough lay, rough day, rough day, rough lay. I would just like run away, run around and scream it, like rough day, rough lay, rough lay. And people like, what, Salia? I'm like, no, Salia, explain yourself. Never. Won't do it. What about now? Do you still say that? No, I always say like when I like remember that that was a thing that I did for a really long time. I don't know if this is actually true, but in my mind, you say this a lot. What? <laughs> Just sort Excuse of me? like, uh, yeah. yeah. I do that a lot. Excuse what? me? Excuse me? I also say fuck off a lot. Okay. But, yeah. Fuck off. Classic. And I you, think that's like. Like, I think you also, like, I think you do it happy and serious. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, fuck off. Like, that's sort of like joyous fuck off. And I've also, this is a really bad habit that I have to stop. Mm-hmm. Somebody will be like, hey, how are you doing? And I'll just go, shh, shh, shh. And walk away. <laughs> so I've started, I've just started shushing people. Because you just sh- don't want. Sh- I just don't feel sh- like it. You don't want to deal with it. I just don't feel it. It's not even. I'm not even trying to be rude. Because sometimes they're like what they're saying in my brain is like it's a rhetorical question. Like they'll ask me something. I'm like you already know the answer to this. So right. I'll just be like shh, 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 shh. yeah, yeah. Because for the most part, the the person on the other end of that doesn't want the whole story. Mm-hmm. They don't even want the cliff notes. They just want some like generic like good. Yeah. Or fine. Some kind of so validation. It's like, so it's like, why are you even asking? Mm-hmm. Shush, 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 shush. So apparently I went from being like this jovial child who came with words to just being a complete asshole that shushes people and tells them to fuck hey, off. haven't we all? <laughs> haven't we all turned into that? <laughs> as I get, as every year I get older, I'm like, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. I don't <laughs> fuck want. off. No, 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 no. Saliha, thank you for joining us today. Of course, thank yes. you for having me. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, this will come out today, so it's... Uh, um, I am doing Boss Ladies at Annoying on June 10th. It is at 10, I believe. 10 okay. or 10.30. Mm-hmm. Sweet. The uh, ways you can find us, of course, iTunes, howrudepodcast.libswayan.com, Stitcher, Facebook, thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com, hrpodcast.tumblr.com, Twitter, of course, Brandon? At B-double-E-shock. A-J, uh, at J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. At <laughs> Sally Mutali, S-A-L-I-M-U-T-T-A-L-I. And, of course, this is the part of the show where we go around, we say our names as individuals, I will say, and we'll see you next time on, and then together we'll say, how rude. It's very okay. simple, Brandon will fuck it up. Uh, Brandon, you start. Uh, I am Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. I am Sally Hamitalo. And we'll see you next time on... Elijah <laughs> Rock. Do, 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 snake in the grass. Do, 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 do. Elijah Rock. Do, 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 do. Saving our souls. Do, 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 do. Elijah Rock. Do, 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 do. Baby sharks. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. Mama shark. Mama shark. Daddy shark. Daddy shark. Daddy shark. I thought it was baby jaws. <laughs> <laughs>